Welcome to episode 409 of the show. We are currently uh, getting ready for wedding season. I know some of you are going to be ashamed to find out that even though I've been um, in the game for a decade now, I still don't know when wedding season is. Uh, I just know that the first half of the year is supposed to be um, quiet. And then towards the latter half of the year, uh, the latter quarter of the year, we're supposed to have loads of weddings. And then uh, in this period, weddings pick up, but maybe not too much because we have uh, the rainy seasons going on. And so it's not an optimum time for um, getting married. So if I understand correctly, that's the lay of the land. But um, I don't know exactly when wedding season uh, begins and um, I should know. But anyway, the good thing is that um, not long after the restrictions had been lifted from about last year uh, up until uh, now weddings have been coming back in full swing but in my own opinion i think the industry is coming back full thrust now because the brides and babies um, expo wedding expo as at the time of this recording is going to be tomorrow um, on a sunday and uh, the other big one um, wed expo uh, yeah, I think they're called Wed Expo or Wed NG or something like that. So the other big one, uh, they don't seem to be interested in having a presence in Abuja, but they're uh, big in um, Lagos and I think PH. Well, Lagos for sure. Let me not um, mention the other states I'm not sure of because there are other players in the market. So now that uh, Brides and Babies and Wed Expo are officially back in the exhibition business, I take it to mean that um, with full confidence that um, the industry is now um, officially, in a sense, um, returning. So we are, well, that's part of what we're getting ready uh, for. That's um, my video guy, Shagun, and I are going to be exhibiting uh, jointly at the Brides and Babies Fair tomorrow. If WED, um, if WED Expo decides to come back to Abuja, I guess we'll give that one a shot um, as well. And uh, traditionally, this has been one of the ways that we have um, tried to push out our um, wedding business, especially now on the uh, on on the video end. Okay, no, not video end because it's largely multimedia. Because Shagun's uh, company has acquired some uh, what else? Screens, firecrackers, confetti machines, blah blah blah, stuff like that. So there are lots of new stuff um, to roll out, and uh, yeah, exciting um, things in the pipeline. Anyway, I didn't come here today just to tell you that Shagun has got some new equipment and we're rolling out new services, and not just to say that uh, the wedding expos are coming back because two of the uh, bigger players in Lagos and Abuja are now have now advertised dates for wedding expos. But what I came up to uh, reiterate today, because it's something I've spoken about uh, in the past on the podcast, had another argument about it with Shagun yesterday. I figured I might as well come and sound the trumpet um, over here, just in case there are some of you who are, uh, what will I say, losing heart or losing faith um, about this particular matter. And it's this thing that I've been talking about um, which is uh, when I say that weddings aren't a one-and-done business opportunity. Now, what do I mean by that? The average uh, service professional, the average vendor, the average business person in the wedding space assumes that it's one-and-done. So if Ken, uh, Kemi and Kunle get married now, you collect your money from Kemi and Kunle, you do the wedding planning, you provide the photography, provide the photo booth, provide the catering, or whatever it is. And then you say thank you very much, and then it's uh, on to the next one. You start looking for someone else to... Um, do business within the wedding space now my opinion has always been that 
kind of in the technical sense weddings are not one and done because if you're remaining flexible Kemi and Kunle, yes, they're married now, but they're still going to need photographers, videographers, planners, uh, what else, MCs for other things. Because Kemi and Kunle are going to have uh, children. They're going to organize a uh, 60th birthday party or 70th birthday party for Momsi and Popsi or Grandpa and Grandma. Uh, what else? They might be on the committee in the office and um, might... Uh, make a referral uh, for the office people to use you for the planning services or for the catering or for the photography and things like that. So I know that it's not wedding income. Yes, technically speaking, that's not wedding income. But if you remain flexible and you're open to these things, you'll find out that the fact that Kemi and Kunle are going to get married only once doesn't mean that that's the only opportunity for revenue that we're going to get out of this um, situation. So uh, when... Um, Shengo and I got into that conversation yesterday. You know, I didn't want to repeat, uh, rehash the whole thing that, uh, well, some of the corporate work that we do has actually come through weddings because that's how I got hooked up with um, the British Council through another wedding vendor and then um, uh, a coincidence that uh, one of our brides, one of our potential clients, well, we didn't end up working with her anyway, but I guess she was impressed with the whole setup and so uh, she became really a leg into the whole thing. So working with um, uh, NGOs uh, like that, um, for me anyway, uh, the business connects that have come through, they have been largely through brides. Now I've gotten into the corporate space, you know, they like what they do. And then they say, oh, do you do end of year parties? Do you do this? Our board of directors are doing portraits. Can you handle, uh, can you handle that? We need documentary coverage on this. Can you handle this? So there has been... Um, some good chunk of business that has come through um, through that and so we have to be open to the possibilities for long-term business that can come from weddings and not just assume that because uh, Kunle and Kemi got married is only going to be one wedding then that's the end so after we're done no need to uh, maintain a relationship with Kunle and Kemi because no more business is coming there and it's going to be the same if we're talking about uh, Ismail and Khadijad we shouldn't just assume that they have gotten married uh, once and then that's the end nothing else is going to come out of it we still have to build a relationship we still have to prime because there's a lifetime value of a customer and uh, if we're flexible and we're open to other things we're going to get business um, uh, in other ways as well now for those of you who are going to be wedding purists or event purists then I guess this doesn't apply to you then maybe it's a one and done but I would still insist that you try and maintain a relationship so that at least you can get referrals from Kemi and Kunle or from Ismail and Khadija now you know thanks you guys uh, we love the wedding um, so if you know if you're happy with the service that we provided you guys uh, is there anyone else you know who's um, getting married uh, what about the uh, what about the bridesmaids you know Aisha said she might be getting married in November can I have Aisha's number can you hook me up stuff like that you make that kind of play after you're done with uh, fulfillment because weddings do not have to be a one and done now uh, this is at the point where someone like Shagun will say that well yes but for the amount of energy that we invest in these things, you're better off paying attention to corporate events. And for that, yes, I will grant and um, I'll, I'll, I'll make that concession to people who, who make that argument. Because like I said, uh, being hooked up with um, uh, the British Council, uh, what else, the, um, the British High Commission, um, you know, those, those kinds of bodies. So being um, hooked up to them, even though it came through um, a bride, I didn't get any 
wedding business from her. But putting all these things into play, the things that we talk about here, following up, um, uh, promoting the, uh, pushing for the initiative, finding out what people's uh, problems are, uh, things like that, um, relationship building, it seems to yield more fruit in that space because, you know, repeatedly over the last uh, four or five years, we could say a good chunk not the majority, but a good chunk of um, of just-in-time money has ended up coming from those sorts of uh, people. And in fact, uh, currently, uh, Shago and the other boys are handling one of those such things that came through um, the ministry. This was not through a wedding uh, contract. So I think it's the Ministry of... Um, tourism or something is one of these international food fairs or something so they are providing the official uh, videography uh, what else sound coverage uh, things like that so um, yeah so bigger bigger and much more uh, what's that word bigger and much more is it repeatable or repeating you know uh, gosh what's the word anyway so bigger opportunities and opportunities that come more and more yes yeah they seem to yield more fruit when you um, when you, it seems to yield more uh, fruit when you when you put your energy, yeah, when you put your energy into that regards. So yes, I'll make that concession, but that doesn't change the fact that we still should be doing this as good business practice, because any uh, opportunities for viable income that we can get, you know, are good. And apart from that, I'm one of those who strongly believe that even if something isn't yielding much fruit now at least continue with the discipline, continue with the skills, continue with the practice, because it is setting you up better for other things. So, um, yeah, that's what I uh, tell people, basically, that if we get good at this game right now, that we're dealing with tens of thousands of Naira, um, uh, hundreds of thousands of Naira, and we get really good at this game, imagine how profitable we are going to be and how beautiful things are going to be in the future when we start rolling in the hundreds of millions of naira game we would have sorted out all these kinks early in the game the whole thing of um how do you network how do you find potential clients how do you find what's important to them um how do you know what vision they're aiming towards how are you going to make sure that your fulfillment is on point your customer service experience is on point the networking and the relationship building that follows afterwards, getting repeat business and referrals and stuff like that. So it's early in these days that we're still dealing with tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands that um, it's worth putting in all the time and still practicing all these things that we talk about because we're not going to be at the hundreds of thousands of uh, Naira stage um, forever. Eventually, it's going to be the millions and tens of millions and, you know, God willing, hundreds of millions. And uh, we sharpen our game at this level and we're going to be lethal and things are going to be extremely more beautiful when it comes um, to the um, latter days. So just in case there are any of you there who thinks that for all this effort that you put into uh building relationships with other wedding vendors and with brides and with grooms like this thing is not pain you know it's crap um, you know hang in there it does yield fruit so yes if you're able to get into the corporate space please do because then it yields more fruit because the thing is if you have a relationship with kemi because kemi works in the human resources department in gt bank 
or whichever department is responsible for staff training or whatever. And so every time they're doing staff training or they're doing end of year party or whatever, she calls you. Then yes, in that sense, it yields more fruit because you know that Kemi is going to call you four times a year for Easter party, uh, in-house training, uh, end of year party, and let's see what else. Uh, board of uh, board of trustees um, portrait session or whatever. You know that she's going to call you four times every year for the next four or five years that she remains um, in that role. So yes, if you can, and you, if you can slide into that space, then by all means, um, do. But don't give up on the discipline of keep doing all these sales-related things when we're dealing with, uh, uh, should I say, ordinary? Or rather, individual wedding clients one-on-one. -on -one. So yes, corporate is good, but still, pay attention to Kunle and Kemi and Ismail and uh, Khadijat because we're also going to get opportunities for um, income, for uh, residual income uh, through them. So it's worth, um, it's worth the squeeze. Even if the money is not going to be good, even if it's just 100k or 200k or 300k or whatever, still put in the squeeze, get good at the game. If you become lethal at this level, when you start rolling at the levels of 1 million, 10 million, 100 million, you know, things are going to get much more rosy, much more beautiful. So uh, basically just to say hang in there and, um, and yeah, it looks like we're getting back into uh, full swing. So thanks for listening to today's recording. I'm your host, Tavishima George Ahede, Abuja-based sales consultant and also event media professional. I'm sure you've guessed already since I'm talking a lot about uh, being behind the camera and organizing teams and stuff like that. So thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.